Reporting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're so excited to have Dr. Phoebe Wooden here joining us once again today. Yes, as she's a licensed clinical psychologist and life coach, owner of True North Psychological Services Incorporated and Redeeming Valor. Welcome back. How are you today? Very well, Jill. Thank you so much for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hope you had a nice uh, 4th of July. We got a day off this week, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. And now the weekend's here again, so it couldn't be better. (laughs) What about... The sun is finally out. (laughs) Well, you're in in what? In California, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're in California. We've had a really gloomy season, so it's been nice to finally get a little bit of sun and get out of the seasonal affect stuff. Oh, well, thank you for being here, for joining us again. True North Psychological Services, inc.com is the website. And just give us a little overview about what you do before we get into today's topics, please. Yeah, thanks. Um, I am a licensed clinical psychologist in the state of California. Uh, A long time ago, I decided I was really interested in in figuring out different ways of helping people and being in the healing field. Um, and so one of the ways that I do it is through um, psychotherapy. But I also have um, equine-assisted psychotherapy going in for hypnotherapy training next week and um, agricultural therapy. So I'm very interested in just kind of like speaking the language of the person that, you know, is brought into this chapter and being as useful as I can be. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you for being back here and joining us. And I know today we're going to focus on uh, the origin of four special words. Where did you want to start? <laughs> We've done accountability, trust, survival, thriving, and solutions. So I think we're at attitude today. I uh, know. I think what, one of the things that, you know, I, I do a lot of heady um, podcasts, and, and a big part of that is I really want it to be a part of um, my mission to really focus on de-weaponizing words that were were made in a, a way that was compassionate and healing, that we've actually used them in unsafe ways, and it creates hard, you know, an unsafe environment when you're trying to communicate. So a lot of times I just really want to start with, like, loosening the interpretations and bringing it back home so that it's not stuck in like condemnation and judgment and shame and disappointment. It's more like, wow, this is, there is a, a divine being, there's a God, there is, you know, a space that are, is interested in us growing through our life and not just going through it. And so the four words today, I started, I wanted to start with the word attitude. And so kind of like the typical idea we we have used the word attitude is, hey, what, like, someone thinks about something or, you know, sometimes someone has an attitude about it. It's used in a, in a manner that is a little bit, you know, more negative. Um, and it, it feels like it's something that is a little bit more, um, it's too strong and that it's hard to challenge. And um, the origin of the word attitude uh, really came from uh, uh old French word, uh, and, it, and it was derived from the Latin term aptitudo, meaning fit. So it's something that you've worked at for a long time, and you've become fit at thinking this way. 
And to think that way, you say, well, uh, how do we start doing that in a sense? Right. And so, uh, you know, (laughs) when we figure out, like, what is an attitude we want to connect to, we start looking for information that supports that attitude, whether that is, you know, healthy or unhealthy. The real origin of the word is is really, it is to look for healthy attitudes, not just information that is unhealthy that supports the data that you feel. It's it's being fit, like, hey, I want to be fit. Let Mm -hmm. me eat as much cake. I'm like I, I can find I can find data that supports the attitude that cake will make me a fit person. I'm like, well, I'll make you, you know, that's that's not how you get fit. So a, a big part of how you get fit is you have more structure. You um, you're, you're eating healthier foods, um, and so in in creating that in the mind, we're we're saying, hey, I'm I'm giving my mind information that is going to make it fit, that is going to make it um, resilient and, and and have, like, I, I'm looking and seeking healthy information that is going to support my mind. And with that, did you want to continue? Was there a pause there? Did yeah. I lose you? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, good. So, I didn't know if you have any questions. <laughs> no, it's pretty straightforward. And it's a great conversation of us to break these words down because it makes a lot more sense that way, I think. And it can help us understand clearly the words we're using, uh, how we should be using them, and, you know, the, the, the importance of these words in our lives. Yeah, and, and they have, a, and again, it's, it's, we use these words so often in relationship. Um, yeah, the it, I, some of us, because I'm not going to generalize, intend for for them to be words that are more condemning or more strongholds versus you know just having like a safe conversation or a safe com- communication. Um, the second word I wanted to focus on is grace, and that word comes from the, the Latin word gratis which um, has meanings of pleasing or beloved, agreeable, and favorable. So when, when you know, we, we think about, you know, someone who is graceful, um, there is a behavior based on, like, hey, this is how, you know, she, she dresses, this is how she shows up or he shows up, and then you have the word gracious, and, you know, that's also like, all right, it's the spirit of, like, mm-hmm. how they behave based on what they believe. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about, like, okay, I'm, I'm a graceful person, is that just towards others? Are you doing things that are agreeable for other sakes, or are you also taking yourself into, into consideration? Are you doing things that are favorable out of fear, grace out of fear, or grace out of, like, substance, that you have it overflowing so much for yourself that you are sharing it with other people. And so, you know, being able to, hey, I, I want to get fit <laughs> into an attitude um, that embraces being beloved, agreeable, 
favorable and it flowing from inside, from myself towards others as well. And then the third word I I wanted to focus on is the word gratitude. And a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of information that says that you really have to work on gratitude. And that is true because the word gratitude is it's a combination of the word grace and attitude. So you you have to choose to look at the things that you're thankful for. And it, it really, it, you know, the word gratitude, it comes from gratitude. Yeah, you know, it's a hard Latin word that I can't really read very good. But it comes from the word thankfulness. And, um, again, it's just a place of, like, my heart is I'm focusing on the things that I'm thankful for, that I am getting fit, focusing on it and practicing it, and that it, it, and grasping onto it, that I'm actually striving in gratitude, not just surviving in gratitude. A lot of people are like, okay, I'm thankful for my car, I'm thankful for my house. It's like, okay, all right. That, <laughs> that sounds yeah. painful. That's not flowing. That's just like a checklist mm-hmm. of how how you've created that statement. So are you are you pleased with how you offer that gratitude? Are you really in that space of like, hey, even even if it's not a positive outcome, am I pleased with how I showed up? Am I pleased with what lessons I learned to there? Am I giving myself grace? even my shortcomings, so I can have gratitude in the experience. And the last word for today is actually mercy. And hey. um, that, that's yeah, one that's I'm not too not familiar with. Yeah, mercy. So when someone has mercy and grace, um, it, that the, the actual um, initial word came from reward wages or payment hiring. So it was mercy was something that was given to someone because they showed up and they were rewarded, that they showed up and, and like they gave um, something that was valuable. So it was their wage uh, was mercy. Now, in vulgar Latin, mercy is actually translated to favor or pity, which is what we have utilize now so like oh, I'm showing you mercy it's I'm showing you pity or you know I'm, I'm forgiving your transgression so it kind of like automatically puts that person in a more in, in a devalued place or a condescending situation that I give you mercy not because you earned it it's because I give I have pity on you so you know honest honest if, if we're to think about these words and, you know, we have, you know, a, a couple and we're asking the couple, like, hey, what are, what are things that you're grateful for in your partner? Yeah. They, they usually think about what, what it is that their partner offers that helps them feel good about themselves or takes off of, off of their plate. Like, okay, you know, I'm really grateful it takes care of the kids so I don't have to worry about it and we focus a lot on the doing parts when we talk about great, grateful what are you grateful for so 
when I ask you, hey, what what are things that are you are thankful and are pleasing to you? What fills your heart? What flows out of you and honors the other person is about you, not just about what you do for me. That's so true and you know you think about the words uh, grateful and then you mentioned um, mercy today which honestly I was not really familiar with even the meaning of that word let alone where it comes from Um, but so you said if you're being full of mercy and grace that you're rewarding yourself and others with thankfulness for who you are and who they are Sounds like we can use some that in our lives, too. I always heard of gratitude, but I'm not familiar with those two terms, though. The mercy and grace. That's a good thing to live by. Now, how do we implement that on a daily basis? (laughs) So, first first of all, how we have to figure out how we've weaponized it. So, in, in, of course, in certain religions that have been, you know, weaponized to kind of create a space of, you know, um, you know, fear, or it's something that you earn that it's not something that you're given. So we gotta we gotta figure out like where did we get the origin of those words being in not a freeing space or a loving space? Like where have we shifted those words in our life? Where have we shifted the word attitude? Does that have a positive connect in a connotation in our relationship? Like if I've my friend says, man, you're having an attitude about that. my name. <laughs> like, is, am I embracing that as my thought process is wrong or what I'm comfortable with is wrong? Or am I like looking at that and going, yeah, I, I do. I have been working really, you know, a lot at, you know, changing, being more fit in this attitude. So I've been very indulgent in this attitude and I want to, work better at getting fitter and healthier in that attitude. And the other word is grace. Like, there's so many times when I'm sitting with clients and I'm like, well, where can you show yourself grace here? And they, it is so hard for clients to show grace to themselves. So I'm like, all right, so thank you so much for pointing out all the things that are really messed up for you. What is something that you, there's a reason why you're still on this earth. What meaningfulness, what is meaningful that you are contributing to this planet, that this planet is better off because you came into it? And you would be surprised how many people really have a really hard time answering that question because they have spent so much time looking at the shortcomings, being so punitive, being um, neurotic about, you know, their doing not being good enough, that when the question of grace, what is pleasing, what is meaningful, what is beloved, what is agreeable, what's favorable that you have brought to this earth because you were brought into it. So uh, you get a lot of stumblers on that one. And then also the other part, so you wake up in the morning and go, okay, I am, I am glad that I am a loving person and an empathetic person because the world needs it. Not everybody is volunteering for it because it's a hard job. I'm really proud of myself for doing the hard work. And can I embrace that 
difference of like I'm an empathetic person and not just the lessons about how people have used my kindness with my weakness. So being able to be like, yeah, I'm kind, I have, I have empathy. And like some people have weaponized my empathy and used it as weakness. So I'm going to continue to have empathy because I'm a loving person. That is giving yourself grace. That is, empathy brings meaning to myself and to the people I love. And to take that away from me, take something that brings joy to me in order to punish others that have, you know, misused it. And, and it, it really punishes you when you, when you, the parts of you that are the most favorable, the most meaningful. Well, let's do this. Then, Can we... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know. No, you I wanted to finish. And now, yeah, finish your thought and we'll take a break. Yes, go ahead. So, so you know, um, with, with that, just being able to wake up in the morning, and I, I know people have a hard time with affirmations because there is that word selfishness or arrogance around it. Those are words that we're going to talk about in a different um, in the next uh, time, however, the, that is that space of like you are you're you're giving credit for the great things in you as much you're getting credit for all bad things in you. What makes you an arrogant person when you're giving credit for the good things in you? And so, owning that that you were created with good and bad, and if you're going to own the bad, then Please step up to the good. Perfect. Thank you so much. Dr. Phoebe Wooden, just remind us of the website quick. Yeah, um, it's at True North Psychological Services, Inc.com. And best way to reach me is at 760-492-5656. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, online radio box, and simple radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcast on the go, and don't miss a minute of the action. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. 
Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. IL-18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Phoebe Wooden here joining us as a licensed clinical psychologist from True North Psychological Services Incorporated. We're talking today more about the meaning uh, behind uh, some of the words like attitude, grace, gratitude we spoke about, mercy, and uh, we've touched upon a lot the past few weeks of the podcast and we're here of course uh, with your intention you say safe communication right to empowering uh, people with just words and uh, you mentioned they don't hold uh, condemnation or obstacles but they hold faith moving forward and uh, again uh, words uh, like accountability trust survival thriving solutions we've talked about those and you know how we can really uh, bring more to more substance to our lives with really living by the definitions of these words and doing some of these things so thank you for being back here uh, we still have five minutes left in the show Dr. Phoebe what else did you want to share um I think one of the things about um, when we talk about the word gratitude and people talk about they're thankful for the things they have, we forget about the things that we don't have that have saved our lives. We forget about, you know, the, the boyfriend that I found out, you know, later was, you know, a perpetual cheer. We forget about the, you know, the job that they didn't get because that company went under. We focus on the things that we have, and a lot of times we forget that the absence of things that could stifle us or create problems for us, that absence, we can be in gratitude about that too. We, we focus when we think about changing our attitude to go from, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm living this life, I'm just surviving. And we talked about this last week, where the word tribal doesn't mean that you're sitting at the coast, like just, you know, like living life and it's easy. It actually comes from the origin of grasping. And, and when you think about, like, I'm having a tribal attitude, then I'm working, I'm staying fit, grasping, on what is important to me and staying fit grasping on gratitude, on grace, on mercy, on accountability, on honesty, on truth. People can thrive in places. We can, you know, people be like, oh, I'm just surviving. And I'm like, oh, I think you're thriving just in the wrong direction because you are grasping so tight onto fear. You're grasping so tight into, you know, insecurity or, you know, uh, financial outcomes, and you're, you're thriving, you're grasping so tightly. However, is, is your attitude, are you fit in what you're grasping onto? Is it creating the place of grace, 
mercy, gratitude, fulfillment, or is it, hey, it looks good to other people. It is, I'm protecting, I feel like I'm dying every day doing this corporate job, but it looks great to everybody, so I am going to look, I'm a thriver, and I'm like, okay. If, if that's, if that's if that's what if that's what makes you happy. Nope, it doesn't make me happy. It just makes me look good. Okay. So whose life are you living? Who who are you asking for grace? Who's looking at you? And if you don't have this specific job, they're gonna withdraw grace, mercy, love, friend. So a big part of really is just shifting who we are and what we put ourselves into based on the words we use in our mind, in our heart, in our spirit. Mm. What are you feeling? Well, you made me think a lot about that. <laughs> heart, spirit, thinking, um, you know, just, I, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I've said this before probably to you because I say it all the time, but I feel like the pandemic, you know, as horrible as it was, that we were not alone and it kind of inspired me to move forward in my life with my kids and, you know, I'm still working as hard, but I want to travel more. There's things in my life I want to do, but I feel so motivated from that loss that we all had and we all shared. I just want to try to live the best life and learning you know simple steps like this and thinking about our words and uh you know why not live the best life i just feel like some of us don't know the path and look i'm no expert uh you're here to help us with all your different uh, modalities but i just think it's time guys it really is and it just gets me excited because not only the weekends here but because i just feel inspired to do more to live more to be more because i'm just so grateful (laughs) using one of your words today i'm having a positive attitude i'm using another word <laughs> yeah oh and you're you're getting fit in the right direction and, yeah. and i think that that was one of the things that happened with the pandemic we created a religion created a whole attitude about how we're you know about around fear around we got like really fit in our fear mm-hmm. and and then we said, okay, well, let's mo- let's be more evolved people and operate out of, like, love and empathy and gratitude and, you know, forgiveness and empowering other people. And we're like, well, I'm really addicted to my fear right now. I'm really in my attitude of fear. So I, I don't have the, the time to embrace the other lessons. And so... A lot of it is like, all right, turn off the news sometimes. You, you, that there is, there is more in you that can help the world versus just listening to how broken the world is. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, I'm so broken. And I'm like, well, nope, you're just a cat. You know, a crack is up. <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're working. We're, we're all capping together. We're all figuring out there's so much beauty and being a little crack and still keeping it together. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us, inspiring us again. Dr. Phoebe, please share uh, all the ways we can contact you. Yeah. Um, best way to get hold of me is either my email at drphoebewitten at gmail.com or my cell at 760-492-5656. Perfect. And the website is True North Psychological Services, inc.com, correct? Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.
All right. Have a great day and even better weekend. And thank you. Let's continue the positivity, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for more. Hopefully, it'll be just as positive. (laughs) Bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.